Body talk literally will go to like the root of it and the date, the time, when it happened, when you stored that active memory, how it's charged energetically in your brain and in your body and in your like muscles and in everything, in your cells. Hi friend, welcome to the Cup of Chels podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Holden, the sober mentor, spiritual life coach, speaker, author, and intuitive guide. Around here, we value self-leadership and taking a radical responsibility to create alignment in all areas of your life. This podcast was created to inspire and empower you while giving you tools to release toxic relationships and habits and create total transformation. Through the shades of sobriety, I guide you to come back to your natural state of being, creating inner peace, deep satisfaction, success, and ultimate freedom for total alignment. Use this time to get into the energy of big love, soak up the wisdom and magic, and let your curiosity lead you, taking what resonates and leaving the rest. Now, let's get into today's show. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Cup of Chels podcast. I am so freaking excited for our guest today, Miss April McDougal. Her and I met inside of a program last year at the end of 2022 called Modern Day Psychic School. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But April is such a beautiful soul. And every time we would get on our calls on Zoom for this program that we were in together, I always just felt such a connection to you. I don't think I ever told you that. But I was like, I love this girl. And I need to be more in her world and in her energy. And so I'm so excited that we're doing this today. So just to tell you a little bit about April, she has a couple of businesses now. She left her previous career in hair and she's worked in corporate and now she makes feel good items that are free from harmful toxins and truly inspire mindful moments all throughout your day using candles and fine fragrances and she just launched her healing and coaching practice her healing and just like being able to work with people more intimately in that aspect so welcome to the show April I'm so glad you're here (laughs) Thanks, Kel. I just want to say I felt the exact same way about you too when we first connected. It was one of those things where it's like, yeah, you just meet people and then your brightness, your energy, everything about you. So I'm glad that we get to do this today. So thanks for inviting me. (laughs) Yay. Thanks. Uh, It's always so fun. It's like I hop on, you know, whenever I hop on calls too, I'm like that person, that person, this is my person. And it's not that nobody else is, but it's like when you know your people, you know your people. So it's so much fun. I agree. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. You just know that you'll have a good connection and good visits. Awesome. So I want to start our conversation because a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs. So I'd really love for you just to kind of share a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey and what that looked like and anything else you would like to talk about with that. Okay, sure. So I will start off because you did kind of uh, touch on that first. So I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. So I was a hairstylist for 22 years. So when I was 20 years old, I actually opened up my own studio in my small town. So I had my own salon. Yeah, at a really young age. (laughs) It was very short lived. I was married previously, I got a divorce. 
And then I moved to a bigger city just outside of my small town, about three hours from there. And then I worked at little studios along the way. And then once I had my kids and my family, my husband opened up a plumbing company. So he's very entrepreneurial spirit as well. And then I wanted my own space. I didn't want to work for somebody else anymore. So I did open up my own salon. So I ran that for three and a half years. And then what started to happen to me was I started to recognize, I always said to myself, I never wanted to be a 40-year-old hairdresser. And it was nothing against hairstyling. It was nothing about anything. It was more about, I just knew intuitively that I didn't want to do hair for my entire life. I just knew that I was going to do something else. So yeah, about three years ago, I actually started going through quite a bit of depression, anxiety. I started to like unravel all these unhealthy patterns that I was in. So I was a people pleaser to like the millionth degree. Yeah, always saying yes to everybody. I was also in a very corporate job that was all about how they wanted me to perform and act. And I just started to recognize that that it wasn't how I wanted to live my life anymore. So what happened was my hands started to get so sore and cramped up. Um, that when I was doing hair, yeah, I was literally living on Advil, Tylenol, which are things mm. that I didn't want to be living with. But yeah, my hands were so tight and so tense and like just so, I don't know, restricted, I guess is how you would yeah. kind of describe it. And then, yeah, I started doctoring. We started going into like x-rays all the time and they started to realize that they were just like, well, basically what's happening is you're getting carpal tunnel and your career isn't going to help this. So then I started to look at the metaphysical reasons behind it and realize that I was like, clinging to this career and to this identity of what everybody else wanted me to do. So I was clinging so much to this identity of being a hairstylist and helping people and doing it for everybody else that I was afraid to let go. Because letting Mm -hmm. go to me was something that was just, yeah, really painful. If you let go of somebody or something in my, in my feeling, my expression, it just created pain. So I just kept clinging to stuff. And uh, anyway, so I, long healing journey, I guess, of like going to like body talk practitioners and different healers and different energy workers. Yeah. So we were able to like tap into like different belief systems of that hairstyling world. Yeah. Which then opened up opportunities for me to start recognizing that like whenever I sat into meditation and was doing my journaling and doing all that kind of stuff, I noticed that the candles I was buying (laughs) were like, super crappy, right? Yeah. And they weren't they weren't good for you. So I would start sneezing, my dogs would be sneezing. Yeah, I would get headaches. So then I was like really okay, I wish I could have a better candle. Yeah, so then literally I made the decision to start testing and trying out candles. Mm-hmm. So then started doing that, had an expectation in my mind that like October is when I started to like start making them and then I thought for sure December of that year I was going to start this new business. And it was, I was, yeah, I failed a lot. I cried a lot. I failed a lot. I was really good at hair. And then I wasn't really good at making candles. Mm. Anyways, April of 2021, I, uh, yeah, closed my hair salon, was able to let go of that and then opened up. So I was heart and soul hair studio. So then I opened up heart and soul candle co. So I just kind of like branched into it kept the same design, kept the same logo, just changed my coloring, changed my font, but kept the same energy of it, of like me showing up. It's all about connecting your heart and soul and being authentically you. So yeah, anyways, opened up uh, Heart and Soul Candle Co. without ever selling one candle. I just trusted my gut so much that I was like, I know, I believe that they're going to work. I just need some time and some space to like release my old past of 
who I was there and then bring forth this new like gentle energy of candles and like, yeah, the sight, the sounds, the smells, everything about it. The purest, in my opinion, best ingredients that you could possibly find on the market. So no paraffins, no phylates, no toxins, no hormone disruptors. Like it was really important to me. I have a 13 year old daughter. It was really important to me to not have her go through anything that's going to like affect her and like, (laughs) you know, I didn't want her to get her period when she was really, really young, right? Yeah. Or like alter anything in her in her ability to produce anything hormonal. Yeah, and pet, pets. And anyways, so then I launched that. <laughs> don't you love how I'm just taking over and telling? It's a long story. I'm sorry. Please don't apologize. This is, this is what it's all about. <laughs> I love it. Keep going. Good. I want more. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I started off with my signature fragrances. So I started off, I think at the time I started off with about six or eight. So my most important thing when it comes to my candles is it is not about me. It is not about my labeling. It's not about my anything like that. Like the cover of the candle is not going to have this gigantic label that says heart and soul candle co. The candle, my top sellers are my whiskey jars, for example. So I have these beautiful, I call them the luxe jars. And from start to finish of that candle, it is all about being in the moment. So it's all about the actual like candlelight, like I can see the flicker of your candle behind you. It's all about the light that shines through. Because that is like, seriously, when you see the flicker of a candle, it actually will like then trigger you to actually be in the moment and be a lot more calm and be a lot more like in the moment. The smell of it too, like you don't want to smell to like overpower your room. You want it to be very soft on your senses. So something that's just going to be really gentle, you know? So everything about... Yeah, my entire brand is all about very soul filled. It's all from like my intuitive gifts of just being, what would I want this moment to feel like? You know, my wording, like everything is called something. So for example, right now I'm in a moment of needing a lot more clarity in my life. So I need to get very clear on my vision on how I want the rest of my life to look. So I'm planning my next five years, what that's going to look like for me. So I'm burning clarity all the time, which is like rosemary and sage, very grounding. It helps me get very clear on the moment that I want to express to somebody or like clarity also for me is anybody that's experiencing a moment of burnout. So nurses, for example, anybody in the healthcare field, anybody that has like a very empathetic drainage right now, you're giving and giving and giving, you need something to help restore you. So that's my clarity candle. Mm -hmm. So everything I do from how I create it, my labeling, my branding, everything comes from a very heart-centered soul space, right? And I don't speak about that a lot on my business page. I wish I could come forward and say that a lot more, but it just takes time to be able to like, you know, do that. Anyways, so then when I was in the hair world, I've always been in touch with, my mom is like a master Reiki, you know, educator and stuff like that. And we've always had spirituality in my home. My mom has always been like all about angels and like that kind of stuff or numbers. Sometimes I thought it was a little, you know, a little bit different, but growing up now, I'm grateful that I had that opportunity to experience a different way of living and a different way to show, I don't know how to live, you know, like just a brighter world. So uh, when I was in the hair world, I actually took quite a few different courses. So I learned body talk, for example. I don't know if you're familiar or heard of body Mm -hmm. talk or what it is. It is like blew me away. 
it's very body-based and it's very, yeah, it's non-invasive. Basically my practitioner, what they would do is I would lay on a table and then they would ask my body a series of questions. Mm. And then my body would react with a yes or no response. So for example, we could tap into like active memories that are stored and trapped inside of our body, but they're not asking me because I'm going to tell you my story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm going to tell you, oh, this happened to me when I was this age and this happened to me when I was this age. That's why I'm controlling or that's why I'm this. Yeah. Body talk literally will go to like the root of it and the date, the time when it happened when you stored that active memory, how it's charged energetically in your brain and in your body and in your like muscles and in everything, in your cells. The body talk gets to the root of it. And then you're able to like energetically move it through your body instead of like telling you a story and like reinforcing why it's there. So yeah, so when I started like having experiences like that, I spent years in therapy, years. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was great. But every time I left my therapist, I felt worse because I just kept reinforcing how I was feeling. Yeah. That's like a whole other podcast. But, anyways, we uh, we'll bring yeah. you back on just to talk about body talk and therapy. Yes. This is so freaking fascinating to me, by the way. I'm all about it. Thanks. I love that. So, I, I really got fascinated with it. So, I just started to do a little bit more research on it. And then I actually took the body talk fundamentals course. Because I wanted to have a deeper understanding of how that therapist was helping me without being like, what are you doing? Why are you asking yeah. that? I actually wanted to know how it worked. And then my whole world changed. So now it's like, I'm just able to like ask deeper connections to myself, right? So at the time in the salon, I did want to introduce that and use that as part of my business and have one day a week where I was offering that. But I mentally wasn't capable because I was so constricted on like, this identity of being in hair that yeah I needed I needed the space before I could like be a true healer and actually help people and like show up as who I can now because I'm yeah. very I'm very secure in who I am and what I can offer people and my gifts yeah so anyway so then I opened up my studio soul collective I literally just opened that it'll be my sister company and they just will go they'll just be in balance with each other there's going to be no competition and yeah, yeah I have big visions and dreams of what that's going to look like so yeah. So that's kind of where my entrepreneur <laughs> situation. I love it so much. Thank you for sharing your story and sharing this piece of your journey because it's yeah. it's truly helpful. One of the things I say all the time is like it's the sharing of our stories that truly connect us to one another and when we can see ourselves in someone else's story and there's so much of what you said just about transitioning from something that you loved at one point, right? Starting Mm -hmm. out and then unraveling all the unhealthy patterns and clinging to this identity to the point where it was physically, you know, impeding you. Is that if that's (laughs) the right word? But you know what I mean? Like it's physically, like you're not even able to do your job at that point. And, you know, then just taking a different viewpoint of the situation, right? And and I really, anybody that's listening, I hope that you take this as permission to, to like, if something's going on with your body or, you, you know, you're just like in a low or whatever the case may be, like there's so many different alternative support systems out there. And the fact that, you know, coming from a family 
where your mom was, is this Reiki master and just like, so spiritually attuned to that, I'm sure had a big effect of you like, okay, well, let me look at this from a metaphysical standpoint, as you said, right? Like, and that's huge. It's huge because we never, we never know. And we can go, you went to the doctors, you tried it this way, right? So it's like, let's see, let's see what else is out there. And I, and I think it's important to have the balance of the two, right? Agreed. Oh my gosh. Just so much of what you said. It's so beautiful. (laughs) You can literally, like I'm sitting here just like, I just want to hang out on your couch and smell your beautiful candles with you. Like there's truly so much heart and soul that's even just coming through, like with your voice and oh, good (laughs) in a good way. And that's what people need so much more of, like, especially right now. So the work that you're doing is so beautiful and freaking fascinated as all get out. I'm going to have to go down a rabbit hole now of body talk, because I think that's so profound. And I agree with you 1000%. I've I've heard this before. And maybe this was even said, you know, in the course that we were in together. So, but it's like, you know, this, um, but for the listeners, right, we, we have our conscious mind, and then our subconscious mind, right? So it's like Mm -hmm. 95% or something along those lines of how we operate is on autopilot from our unconscious. And I've heard it being described as like our conscious is from like the neck up, And then our unconscious is the neck down. So even just this body talk is like, yeah, tap into that. That's why all these practices are available to us. And even just getting curious with it. It's so cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Or like hypnotherapy too, right? Hypnotherapy works on all your subconscious. So your unconscious beliefs. And I never, I was very unconscious. I lived from a very unconscious viewpoint. And I remember I had this one magnet on my fridge. Oh my goodness. I hope I can remember the quote and not butcher it. I'm not going to remember it now because obviously I still don't have it on my fridge. (laughs) It was very much along the lines of um, so many people their life doing what everybody else is doing, right? You're just conforming to what everybody else is doing without knowing where you're going. You're just doing what everybody else is doing. And I, that hit me so hard, especially when I was like, just going through what I was going through. Like, of course, all my clients were telling me like, oh my God, you can't quit doing hair. What am I going to do without you? Mm. Oh my God, you can't do this. Like, oh, I'm going to be lost without you. You're the best hairdresser in the world, you know? Right. And like, and I just, I always was like, so I'm going to continue to do my job for you, right? That to me was, I was just going to conform again and again and again and over and over and over until I really started to learn how to like tap into like my journaling and like tap into like, what is it? April really wants like does April really want that for her family and her life and like do I really always want to live in somebody else's clock or do I want to live on my clock right yeah do I want to be able to wake up and stay in my pajamas brush my teeth have my coffee and sit in my bed for three hours and watch podcasts and learn and explore and grow right or do I want to wake up and grind like this hustle mentality is not what I want anymore you know and I'm very Mm. very very clear on that where it's like no it's less hustle more flow so things that come to me now like if somebody's asking me to make them a candle for their business I am very like this is how much it costs don't expect me to do it for your price right that isn't that isn't fair for me right 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 and it's and just like you clearly said it's more than just a candle like you're putting you're literally putting your heart and soul into it like there's so much intentionality and that's why your candles are freaking amazing like and that's why honestly like 
I know in my soul what people need right now for mental health. Mm -hmm. And I know how hard it is for the collective of everybody suffering and struggling. And if I can make items that will literally help people feel better and like the energy back up behind that candle, if people don't understand my story or if I haven't shared enough of my story, which no, I haven't, if they can get that feeling and what I get in my DMs on a daily basis of how people mm. feel when they burn my candles, that's all I need, right? Yeah. I don't need to shout it to the rooftops. I don't need to do anything more than that because I know the energy I put into my candles is a whisper and it's there for people, right? Yeah. And I know that there's a lot of candle businesses that aren't doing that, right. you know? Right. But Oh my gosh, yeah. so good. And there's so much that you touched on. And one thing I want to, you know, just expand on and explore even more is I know I've been here and I feel like a lot of the listeners that are resonating with this message even today may mm -hmm. be in a position where it's like, I don't know what I want yet. Yeah. I'm not clear on that, but I know for sure it's not what the fuck I'm doing right now. Exactly. And then there's the fear and the total trust fall, which you starting your, your company without ever selling a candle, like, you know, Never. made your trust fall. Right. So yeah. it's like, can you speak a little bit to the listener out there that is in that position? And, you know, you shared a little on the journaling to really gain clarity yeah. from that, but like, yeah. If you were to talk to them right now, one-on-one, -on -one, like, what would you tell them? Because it, I, I feel like fear holds us back so much, especially because we are so conditioned to, as you said, like go with everybody else and we're conditioned Conform. to people, please. We don't want right. to piss anybody off. We don't want right. to, you know, be outcast or whatever. So yeah, if you could yeah. just speak to, to that person that needs to hear yeah. that message, that would be great. Of course. It's actually funny that you said that. So yesterday on my Studio Soul page, I just posted a little bit about how I changed my conversation with fear. Um, mm. So I'm a big, huge Pinterest girl. I love Pinterest. Whenever I feel a certain way, I go to Pinterest and I type in what I'm feeling, abandonment. And then I love looking at all the quotes. And the quote that resonates the best with me is how I change that feeling. Does that make mm. sense? Yes, because I can easily get stuck in the story. So like, I feel abandoned, because my husband did this, I feel abandoned, because my husband, you know, like this happened, or this happened, or this happened, right? So the one thing that I learned about fear was it can either be fuck everything and run, right? Mm -hmm. Or face everything and rise. So as soon that. as I started looking at my fear, and being like, Oh, my God, I am afraid of this. You know, I looked at it instead of seeing it as a shadow side of myself. I've seen it as something like, how can I bring light to this? How can I speak to this in a loving, caring way? The way I would treat my clients. Mm -hmm. Why am I not treating my stories mm -hmm. the same way I would treat my clients? Right. Because yeah. I did like people would come to me in the hair world and share to me. Well, everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was somebody's counselor. Yeah. For 22 years, I had clients for literally my entire career and we would share everything. So I started to look at my pain and I started to look at my stories as a conversation with how I would treat somebody else. Mm 
mm-hmm. instead of running away from it and keeping myself so busy. So yeah, so the ways I started doing that was literally, okay, I will share the story, but I'll really cap on it really quick. My father passed away when I was five. So it was three weeks before my sixth birthday. Mm. So my father was killed in a really tragic accident. Mm. And it was on the news. It was everywhere. As a family, right, my mom was widowed at a really young age. And then us three kids were all of a sudden having to be these adults. But we grew up in a really small community where everybody just loved you and cared for you and knew your story. I grew up, (laughs) especially being how empathetic I am. I grew up knowing how painful life can be and tried to take that away from everybody. So I was always on. I was Mm. always April. I was always the light. I was always the girl that was like, Chelsea, how are you doing today? Right. How can I, how can I show up and make you feel better? Even though I feel like hell, I feel sad. I feel this, but I always avoided that pain and I always like suppressed it, you know? So abandonment wound was always something that was really strong in my life. And it showed up over and over and over and over. Unfortunately, I mean, it is what it is, but I'm going to touch on this for you because I know I've spoke about this with you. My mom, lovely human, and I think she's the most amazing thing in the world. But in my small town, it was normal for people to go to the bar every Friday. So my mom would go to the bar. My mom would have a good time, right? Yeah. But that, it just reinforced my abandonment. Why couldn't my mom be home for me? Hmm. Why did every Friday night have to become my story that every Friday night I was going to be abandoned? Even though I was old enough, I could hang out at home. I could be with my dog. I could yeah. be with my brother. I wasn't alone. Right. But it, re- it reinforced the abandonment wound. So then I choose not to drink. I didn't like how I abandoned who I was and how I would say stupid things at parties or I would yeah. do things that weren't normal. Or as a witness, I witnessed what it did to my mom. I witnessed what she was like the next day. I witnessed how she would stumble when she got home. I witnessed how just, I witnessed a lot with it, you know? So yeah, drinking for me doesn't make a person any, the best version of themselves. It might help for a lot of people, but it doesn't make them the best versions of themselves. So anyways, so what happened to me was when I was going through all of this clinging and when I was going through everything like this, my journal was my best friend. Mm-hmm. Because I was I was able to sit down in my, it doesn't have to be meditation. It is just a, I would always put on my headphones. I would always put on a binaural beat and I would try to tap into my subconscious, right? Yeah. And I would use that by, by journaling. So I would literally start saying to myself, what am I afraid of? What is this that keeps showing up? Why do I feel so abandoned? Why do I have troubles letting go, right? And it's just like, I just started having these conversations or what do I hate about my job? Yeah. I hate being in somebody else's time. I hate being in this. Like, so I started getting very clear on the things that I didn't like because I was very certain about the things I didn't like in my life. Yeah. And once you like wrote it down for me, that would shadow work because then I was able to witness like, I don't like this, but how can I change it? So what's the opposite of shadow, right? Right. So what can I do to change it? And then here I am two years later, I still journal every day. I still do all the work but it's fun for me. It's exploring. I'm looking at as in like, it's exciting to like, you know, uncover something else, like to peel back the layers, right? Like it's fun for me now. And relationships with people have like grown so much. Like I was so afraid of like losing all my clients. I was so afraid of not having that relationship. My relationships now with people are real. 
Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So real. The friends that I've brought into my life now are just right. More yeah. in alignment with who I am now, not who I was, you know? Right. And where you're going too, like more yeah, in alignment with where you're going. Yeah. It's great. And like, it's funny because I am so able now to recognize when something isn't, isn't good for me anymore. And yeah. I can easily just say bye and let that go. But if I wouldn't have did all the work and all the steps to get me there, I feel my abandonment wound would still control me. Yeah. Right. And I would yeah. still be like, yeah, led this direction. I yeah. hope that helps. <laughs> I'm sure it does. It helps me just even, I love your approach to building, just building this compassionate, loving relationship with the fear and, yeah. you know, just using Pinterest too. I'm so visual. So I think that that is a powerful, you know, using social media to our leverage. I'm all for yeah. that. So being able to like, tap into what's underneath the fear to really get to that. And then again, like you said, just truly creating this relationship with it because fear is our teacher, right? Like, I I don't know if you've heard this saying, but your triggers are your teachers. And Mm -hmm. I love that so much because it, it is, it's just like, well, if I'm getting all hot and bothered about something, it's because there's something that needs to shift here, man. Like, (laughs) and for me, the way that I dealt with that is like, okay, it needs to shift, but I'm going to have yep. a drink instead. You know, I'm going to yes. have a drink instead because I, I don't want to feel this. Like it's too much. It. It's too much, you know, and oh, just the, so good. So good. So like, <laughs> I feel like we could talk forever. I'm I so, <laughs> I'm so interested in it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're already, you know, 30 plus minutes into this conversation, which I'm here for. But I would love to just kind of wrap up and just really speak to, well, I want to know where you're headed. I want to know what are you gaining clarity around right now? I know you just launched your studio. Where do you see yourself in these next five years? And some words of encouragement for anybody listening to that may have these big visions. (laughs) I get all choked up. Good. Um, (laughs) So knowing my experience in the salon life, I was very one-on-one with everybody all the time. So understanding that that is something that I don't want to get my life back into, right? So I'm doing tons of research right now. I've got tons of courses right now on learning passive income. So making myself, yeah, educational videos or tools or like using like journals or different pamphlets or different things like this that I can sell. That'll be a passive income. So that's going to be like my studio soul. So that's how I see that looking. So being able to offer just courses that people don't have to always do one-on-ones with me, because I do feel that if I go down the same path that I was going on when I did the hair world of doing one-on-one, I'm going to burn out really easily. And I'm not going to be able to reach the amount of people that I want to reach. I do want to be able to teach people how to be their own intuitive healers, however that looks, right? That we don't always have to go to the doctor to figure stuff out. So that's my goal with Studio Soul is to like have it be like my host, my passive income, which is going to be beneficial for me and my family and how I can show up better as a human being if I'm not burning out doing one-on-ones. That's where I see Studio Soul going. And then my candles, wherever that wants to go, it can go. I also don't believe in 
mass producing my items because I don't think that that's beneficial to anybody. I feel it loses the integrity of it. So yeah, my candle line, it will go wherever it needs to go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then same with my studio soul. So I just think that they're both, I'm just more trusting now. I'm more open to allow things to happen for me. I don't control anything anymore. Whereas I was an Aries that controlled everything. Mm, I'm a Leo. So that same fire energy. You're a Leo. Yes. yes. My daughter's yes. a Leo. I love Leos. <laughs> Leos. And like my son is a Sag. So we're all oh, fire signs. Fun. And then yeah. my husband, my husband is a air sign. So yeah, he can either, <laughs> he can either make our fire bigger or like, you know, yeah. Us up. yeah it's good. Oh, and, such a beautiful vision. And this piece to trusting and being in the flow and like you are so embodied in surrendering to the process and I can feel that from you and I see it from you and hear it in your words and I just want to ask one last question again I feel like we could talk forever but I know I told you (laughs) I think that is one of the most difficult and challenging pieces for people especially not especially, but I've seen it a lot more with entrepreneurs or or shifting out of corporate into the entrepreneurial space, like just that piece of trust and that piece of surrender so that they can live in flow. So if you Mm. have a key takeaway for somebody that has helped you, and I know we've got the tools that you mentioned of journaling and and connecting to your intuition that way, but you know, honestly, building the safe relationship with yourself. Yeah. Google doesn't have all the answers, Mm. right? Like it doesn't, but you have all the answers. It's just learning how to ask yourself those questions. Honestly, my relationship with self now, (laughs) I'm no longer a codependent. I love me. I love Mm. everything about me. I love the days I don't wear makeup. I love the days I do wear makeup. I love the days I don't do anything with myself. I will show up who I am at that moment every single day. I never used to be that girl. Yeah. And I fully trust that money is just a relationship and I just need to build that too. And I know that my relationship with the people that I have, my businesses, everything, it just needs to be an open line of communication Mm. and it just flows. It seriously, truly does. But I do also say that because of all of our conditioning and the subconscious, you know, and all of that stuff, that is what's always ruling us without ever knowing. So it is really important to start unraveling all of that so that iceberg can melt and you can just be this abundant flow. So that's why I also believe, yeah, in my body talk stuff and my energetic life and like that stuff, because that wholeheartedly is propelling all the rest of my stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So beautiful. I love you even more now. Um, I know. This is all it takes, right? Sometimes. It does. And just like, as you said at the end, it's all about the relationship and that open line of communication and the sharing of our stories. And, you know, it's, we're so freaking connected. Like we're so connected (laughs) and it's our job and our duty to, as you say, unravel, right? To take Mm -hmm. down the barriers and the walls and the limitations that are keeping us blocked from really building those true relationships with whatever it is, ourselves, each other, our businesses, 
you know, all of that money, as you said, I love that you put that in there too. (laughs) So much good stuff. So, uh, well, April, where can the listeners connect with you? Where can they reach out to you? Where can they buy your candles? Do you ship to the U.S.? I think I've asked you this before. Yeah, I do. And all the U.S. listeners, I'm in Canada. So the good thing about that is, is that my prices for Canadian dollar, we are always higher than the U.S. price. Mm. But that just means you guys will get my items a lot more inexpensive (laughs) than how us Canadians have to pay for it. But yeah, I ship all across Canada, United States. Awesome. So my website is Heart and Soul Candle Co. There is quite a few of us. There are a couple in the States too. So hopefully you make sure to resonate with mine. It's like a really soft pink logo. And then my other one is Studio Soul Collective. So that's my energy work. And then I can do, I do Zoom sessions one-on-one with people. Um, so we could do just like this and we can just do an energetic clearing then. Beautiful. Thank you for saying yeah. that because I meant to ask yeah. you if, if the work that you do for studio soul is yeah. available, uh, virtually. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. It is. Yeah. So that's all on my website. Cause I did have another host for my website for both. So heart and soul candle co is one and then studio soul collective is another one. Awesome. And we'll put those in the show notes as well. So y'all can just go directly there. And then you're on Instagram, which is yeah, Instagram is is my baby. Facebook every once in a while. I don't have Studio Soul Collective on Facebook because I'm going to focus on other little avenues for that one. But yeah, Studio Soul or uh, Heart and Soul Candle Co is Facebook and Instagram. Perfect. Awesome. 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 Well, everything's in the show notes. Thank you. I truly appreciate it. And yeah, for anybody listening, I just highly encourage you to reach out to April, send her a little hello. Let us both know how you loved this message today and any key takeaways. Make sure to share it on Instagram and tag us both. And until next time, we'll see you soon. Adios. All right, my friend, we totally did it. Thank you for taking time out of your day to hang out with me and listen in on today's show. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, leave a review so you don't miss out on any of the magic and any of the goodness that I am bringing your way. If you know that this episode is going to be a great listen for somebody, then don't keep me a secret and be sure to share. Also, I love to celebrate with you in real time. So tag me at the Chelsea Holden on Instagram and Facebook and let me know you're listening in. Until next time, I'm sending you so much big, big love. Adios.